Hey there, and welcome to the devotional. I'm Walter, the dyslexic bilingual hillbilly and pastor of the Rhine River Baptist Church. Today is Wednesday, December 27th, 2023, and today is our 247th devotional. And today we're looking at the wise men uh, who were willing to seek uh, a new king. They were willing to look, uh, in spite of all the privilege that they had, in spite of all the the knowledge that they had, they were willing to do, uh, to go above and beyond uh, to seek and, and to reach their potential there. So uh, we start off in Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 and 2. It says this, Now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and are come to worship him. Um, I, I think it's interesting uh, when we start talking about the wise men. Uh, we, right now, as a family, we have been reading through an Advent story about the wise men. And it's been really uh, fun and, and insightful. But uh, there are so many different stories and so many different legends about uh, the wise men, you can even read Ben-Hur and, and find out, uh, you know, it's based off of or starts with the wise men seeking Christ. And so it's it's interesting. It's one of those things that we have uh, been fascinated with for uh, since the time of Christ, these wise men that came from the East looking for the Messiah. And uh, it, it just, it's so simple uh, when we look at this, how much wisdom we can learn from them and, and how much impact that they have had on our lives, uh, even to this day. Uh, but when we look at them and see what they did, where they came from, the trouble they went to, uh, to come and find Jesus, uh, it just is, is amazing to me. So some of the things that I see that they did, they were willing to travel uh, to find the Messiah. They were willing to travel to find the new king. Um, and, and they based that all off of uh, the Old Testament scriptures, you might say, or the old prophecies, not even uh, ones that were given from Jewish people. But the one that I uh, find that I find uh, is interesting is one that is in Numbers chapter 24, verse 17. This is Balaam, uh, he's the one that had the talking donkey. He was not even a Jew. Um, and, and we find him giving this uh, this prophecy. He says, I shall, shall see him, but not now. I shall behold him, but not nigh. There shall come a star out of Jacob, and a scepter shall rise out of Israel, out of Israel and shall smite the corners of Moab and destroy the children of Sheth. And, and when we see that, they took this prophecy very, very seriously, um, that there would be a star out of Jacob uh, and a scepter from Israel. And this was given by Balaam again. And, and so it's not even a Jewish person. And the simple fact that they took this so seriously that when they saw the star, they were willing to uh, make the journey, the 
they had to have known the Old Testament scriptures. They were probably also reading from Daniel and, and seeing what Daniel had to say about the Messiah coming. And, and so it, it's just neat to see how that they were willing to study and to make a life change because of what they saw. They were also willing to seek the help uh, of others that should have known when they went to Herod, the king. He should have known what was going on. The priests, the Pharisees, the ones, the, the Levites there, they should have known what was going on. And yet it seems like they were not aware of it. But the simple fact that they were willing to seek out someone that should have known better uh, it is it should be a sign to us that um, maybe we should be willing to go to those uh, even though you know it, it, it's interesting to me why would anybody listen to a dyslexic bilingual hillbilly but oftentimes here in Germany I found uh, that people do listen to me and they do value uh, what I have to say they they've come to me uh, even though maybe they shouldn't uh being that they're german they they have a uh what you might say a better education system uh but they still come to me and have asked what do i think about the bible because they realize i've spent a lot of time reading it so uh the same thing is is true of uh, of these wise men they were willing to go and seek someone that they thought should know it better now even though um Herod should have known better. He was a madman. Uh, we know from history that this was a man that uh, really, he shouldn't have been on the throne. Uh, but that doesn't change the fact that they were willing to go to him and to seek his audience and to to hear what he had to say, to to inform him what they were doing and to seek some, some guidance and counsel there. And, and so as they were doing that, seeking the new king, uh, what else did they do? Well, uh, they brought precious gifts. Uh, they brought gold. Uh, this was a gift for a king. Uh, this was a gift that um, showed royalty. And, and I find it interesting, though, with gold. Um, you know, we are all, uh, to a certain extent, royal, because uh, did not God create Adam and were uh, descendants of Adam. So we're all, uh, in a sense, royal there. And if we're followers of Christ, if we've trusted him, we're sons of the king. So therefore, we're royal uh, in that sense. Um, so this golden gift, uh, it can apply to all of us, but I see that they brought this to Christ. They brought frankincense. This was a gift, uh, if I understand it right, was mainly for burial so that they could bury a person and uh, that the odor would not um, overwhelm. Uh, and they also brought myrrh. This was a gift of healing. Uh, and so they prepared to come with proper gifts, uh, appropriate gifts uh, for a new king. And, and so not only had they traveled, not only had they sought advice, not only had they brought proper gifts, but also they were willing to listen to the Holy Spirit. Once they had presented their gifts and once 
they had accomplished their goal. Now they were ready for some new information. Now they were ready for some new instruction. And when they got it, they were willing to obey it and go home a different way and not go back to Herod. And, and I find this all so uh, important to us. Uh, we can learn so much from them if we will just follow their example and be willing to study the Old Testament, be willing to go back to the Old Testament and look at it. Uh, this is one of those things that you can see Christ all the way through if you're willing to look at him. Uh, I find it so funny how uh, Jewish people, um, they say that uh, the Messiah is supposed to be a political person, not a uh, uh, a religious person, but what does he need to save us from? He needs to save us from our sins. Uh, that's what Isaiah tells us. Uh, we can look in Psalms 22 and see that he will be a suffering savior. You can look uh, back in uh, Genesis chapter 12 and Genesis chapter 3 uh, and, and see the different prophecies that he would fulfill. You can all the way through the Old Testament. And, and when you see the setup of the temple, uh, it was one thing after another as a picture, uh, a type of Christ uh, and what he would do and how he would help us. Uh, it just, all the different um, prophecies, there's too many to even uh, go into all of them right now. But one of the neat things that I find about the the account in Matthew, uh, when you read through Matthew, uh, he he states oftentimes that this was done that it might be, be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophets. And, and if we're willing to go back and look at the Old Testament, um, it, it it's compelling that Christ is the Savior. So the wise men saw it. Do, why do we have trouble seeing that? So the next thing that I see is, uh, are we willing to travel to where God can meet with us? Are we willing to uh, change where we're at, uh, whether it's a physical location or uh, if it's a uh, state of mind or a, uh, a place? Are we willing to get out of bed even just a little bit early so that we can spend time? In the word of God and, and spend time in prayer? Are we willing to get up and, and go and meet, uh, as the Bible tells us, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together? Are we willing to assemble together so that we can praise God together and, and bring him honor and glory? Um, what are we willing to do? Oftentimes people just will come up with all kinds of excuses of why they can't make it to the place where they can meet with others and bring honor and glory to God. Um, it, it just astounds me that we come up with so many excuses. Uh, but then uh, thirdly, are we willing to listen to those? Uh, even though we think they might be crazy, uh, are we willing to listen to what they have to say? Uh, <laughs> preachers, oftentimes, we say some of the dumbest things, uh, but oftentimes there's a bit of truth mixed in with it. And are you willing to assume the best out of them, even though they're flawed and even though sometimes they're having a bad day, but to be willing to listen to them. I, I see so often where people get so offended by pastors because they just say things wrong. Uh, we aren't 
anywhere close to where Herod was. And yet the wise men were willing to go to him and listen and go see Christ and find the truth in amongst uh, his, his uh, insanity, you might say. So uh, are we willing to, to seek help along the way? Then are we willing to bring him our best? Are we willing to give him the gift that he deserves? The Bible tells us that God seeks uh, the sacrifice of praise. Are we willing to praise him with our lips uh, the way that we're supposed to? And then lastly, once we've been obedient up to that point, are we willing to walk in the spirit afterwards and be obedient in what the spirit is asking us to do, whether it's to be a witness uh, going across the road or across the world or around the world to be a witness for him, uh, whatever the Holy Spirit is asking us to do. Um, we just need to learn to be led of the Spirit and to walk in the Spirit. And oftentimes uh, we think we've we've done that in the past and now we're okay and we don't need to go any further. Uh, we need to be very careful about that and, and be willing uh, to be led of the Holy Spirit. And the only way we can do that is to be obedient in every area or to be obedient in, in getting into the Word of God so that we know the mind of Christ and we know what, what it is that God wants of us so that when the opportunity arises, we don't pass it by. We don't uh, miss the star in the sky like Herod had missed the star because he was not in the Word. But the wise men were studying what they did have, and they saw it. Do we catch it? Do we see it? Uh, or are we going to miss it as well just because we're too lazy to get into the Word of God and see what he has to say? So I hope that's a help. And, and until the next time, auf Wiederhören.